Welcome to the Utterly Useless Podcast, a podcast to uh, pass your time away, the useful parts of your life away in an utterly useless way. In this podcast, I am the I am Brett, the Colonel Potter of this podcast. To my left is Jeremy, the Hawkeye of this podcast. Yeah, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. And to my right, the Radar O'Reilly of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, stop, listen. <laughs> Choppers. <laughs> is <Yeah>. Timmy. <laughs> now, I have to stop you because I always uh-huh. ask this question whenever I hear any of the colonels mention. Uh-huh. So are you prefer Potter over Blake? I enjoy Blake. Like the first season, season five of uh, Mash, Colonel Potter was hard to stomach. Uh-huh. But the more he get, went along, the more enjoyable I found him. And then, of course, he was, you know, f- sadly, Frank was no longer part of the cast when he like really kind of came into his glory. But you basically had the diet Frank of um, what Charles Emerson Winchester the Third. And so I'm like, and I really like how he would just get on him. And so it was kind of, it was kind of like that where, you know, you had uh, Colonel Blake who basically, you know, had no idea what was going on. And it kind of, I was like, how are you a colonel again? I understand this is a comedy (laughs) show, but how did this work? Like, did they just draw a name out of a hat? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, my thoughts on it is, yeah, I liked Blake because, so Blake was the complete opposite of Frank. And so it really kind of, that pendulum really, you know, went that back and forth between the two. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think when Frank became less Frankish and he became more of a... Well, when he went insane, when uh, Houlihan started seeing another person, that was, that's like the worst season. Yes, 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 it is. But then, yeah, I think Potter is not quite... As far as the pendulum goes, it was same with uh, Winchester. So, I mean, I wish I could say I was, uh, you know, if uh, Taylor was here, I'd call him the Colonel Flag of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is that because he has so many different jobs? <laughs> that and like, uh, what was it? Like, just some of the things that he says and Colonel Flag says. Like, one of my favorite things that Colonel Flag has said is like, Hawkeye's just like, you know, why don't you laugh? He's just like, when I was a, a child. My mom used to make me watch the Three Stooges, and whenever she, I'd crack a smile, she'd beat me. And Colonel Potter is just like, "Yep, that'd do it, all right." <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. All right. Well, in this podcast, uh, well, we will get to that. I will have the introductory quote, and I know I'm Jeremy will have no idea where this is from, and Timmy, I'm not sure he could get this. But uh, it is light beer, veggie burgers, automatic transmission. Might as well let another dude bang your chick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what this is from you. Sounds familiar. All right. Let me give you another one. Oh, oh, wait. Cobra Kai? Yes. Yes, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. (laughs) Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> I, I have started that show. Just oh. to let you guys know, I have started it. Um, I have to wait for my wife to watch it. Uh-huh. And for, unfortunately, there's a show that does take precedence in <clears throat> our watching, but we will come back to that. I'll tell you, though, she has a hard time with it because, first of all, she is a therapist. <laughs> and the fact that, like, this is like 80s. 
talk. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is really hard for her to hear somebody talk to another human being like that. So <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty crude. And that's why I, I absolutely love Johnny Lawrence. Johnny, like the first couple of episodes, I'm like, I should be laughing, but this is so not politically correct. Yeah. And then like by episode four, I'm like, this is just funny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's again. I mean, we've restated this in the podcast, and Brett described the guy as sleeping for thirty years, waking up, and being the same guy. It's mm-hmm. true. It really is. I, and I remember that during watching. I'm like, why did they do this? Like, why is <laughs> he frozen in time, and he's like unaware of all the things around him, kind of thing. Oh, I love Cobra Kai. Yeah. Uh, what is it? The other one I was gonna do is, you're my dork. Thanks for being such a great dork or geek or whatever you identify as. (laughs) (laughs) But then to Criddle's point, um, I don't remember if you said this on podcast or off podcast, but uh, when you mentioned like half the show is just a lack of communication, I was like, yep, I can see it. But I'm like, it's fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) So much for Google's advice on conflict resolution. (laughs) (laughs) I think my other thing is, is like, what is it? He gets that computer and he goes over to uh, Miguel. He goes, put the internet on here. (laughs) (laughs) So do you like this more than, they're two different, whole different shows. And I, I'm just want to say this complete, uh, not segue, I digress, but um, some movie and TV critics say you can't compare all things because they're not in the same realm. I disagree. You can compare literally anything. Mm Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what comparing is. <laughs> this is the same. This is different. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the Good Place. I know you used to love that. Oh, I love The Good Place. Which well, one the- do you like more? I'm just curious. See. Because mm. you liked um, What's-His-Name's lines a lot. Um, yeah. I was reading one just the other day. That's why it's fresh in my head. I forget his name, though. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. I see... Uh, I like the first season of The Good Place a lot. I think, is it the first two seasons where they're trying to figure yeah. out where they are and at the end of the second season, you know, then they... They find out they're in the bad place. Uh-huh. Yeah. Spoiler. So, <laughs> no. But uh, here's... I like Cobra Kai more, and the main reason why I like Cobra Kai more is because I grew up in the 80s and the 90s, and these are the rude things that we would, we as kids would say to each other on the playground. Nobody would really be that offended by it, mm-hmm. for the most part. And nowadays, if you were to hear some of these things that were said, like if a kid repeated some of these things on a playground, it'd be like, "We need to talk." Yeah. Like, so, and I think it's evident in like if you even watch Disney shows back in the early '90s. They had some foul things that they would say mm-hmm. in the cartoons, and you're like, oh, yeah. "Wow, that would not fly in today's cartoons," <laughs> unless it's in Rick and Morty. Yes, correct. <laughs> All right, so from there, we are going to go to merit badges. All right, merit badges. What do we got? So I'll start us off. I have the okay. I'm just going to do this merit badge, and this actually happened to me yesterday so i'm going to the gas station filling up picking up some things to go to work and whatnot and i'm there and i'm just grabbing this grabbing that and the 
uh, female gas attendant is, sees this guy who comes in, and she's just like, oh, my word. Oh, you are so handsome. Oh, and I'm like, wow, that, that is like direct direct <laughs> and she's just like i love oh your hair is i love your haircut and he, the guy goes oh thanks and so i'm sitting there like back to everything kind of curious like okay i wonder like you know rippling chest muscles bulging at the sleeves or whatever turn around it's this like tall six foot seven lurpy guy who has a bad comb over and kind of like he kind of has it like a semi like ponytail and I'm like she's mocking him right and so he leaves or whatever and I'm standing there and she's staring out the window watching him leave just like aghast at this beautiful <laughs> specimen of a man and I'm like you know I I I am paranoid about like my hair like I am like, do I look stupid? Like I would like my haircut to look like this, but then I'm I I have this like you know weird paranoia that everybody is like against me and they they don't want to hurt my feelings, and so I'm walking around with the stupidest haircut possible, and nobody will tell me. And after that, I was just like, you know what? If somebody something like that can just happen right before my eyes, yeah, I'm just gonna go with this. I I'm 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 gonna do what I want. And that's how I'm going to do it, because like the the drooling that happened over this average to subpar guy just had me baffled. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> just shows you that there's somebody out there for everybody. Oh yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Hopefully, though, I mean, I'm surprised that he didn't stick around unless he was taken. Probably. I know. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I I was. I was so confused. You're in the bad place. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, oh, my word. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, that would I mean, be a great bad place for superficial people to go to. Like, everybody that is unattractive or average is, like, all the opposite gender is attracted to them. And they're like, but what about me? My rippling yeah, yeah. muscles. and I mean, like, you're okay, but... But look at him. <laughs> they're like, no. All right, well... My merit badge. I think my merit badge. Uh, Criddle's already got earned before, so I'm getting a Ooh, repeat. The merit. chef merit badge. Nice. What'd you make? Ooh. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I don't know what you called it because it's been a while back. But essentially, I get the the floor sleeping merit badge. Oh, oh, I yeah. remember this. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, for the last couple of weeks, I've been sleeping on the floor a lot next to my. Once again, always the reason I earn merit badges. Test my youngest daughter. She wakes up every night, and I'm like, I am not picking you up. There, I'm not getting you out of bed because she's one of those people that you you hold her, you fall back asleep, and as soon as you put her back in her bed, she wakes up. So I'm like, you're staying in your bed. I'm just laying next to you, and she tends to be fine with that. But the thing that sucks is like I try to sneak out like a ninja because it's like it's pitch black in there, but yet she knows when I'm leaving sometimes. So I'm like, fine, I am just gonna sleep in here then. So I just. As soon as I come in, I bring some pillows with me and a blanket, and I sleep on the floor for like a couple hours, and it's the worst sleep ever, but it's better than nothing. She Amen. has like daddy sense. You know, it's like spider yeah. sense, except she's just like, daddy's sleeping. Daddy's sleeping. <laughs> 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 I, I remember one time I tried to fool my kids, and 
I brought in a blanket and I put pillows underneath the blanket <laughs> to make them think I was in there. It didn't work. <laughs> it worked one day. <laughs> worked one day. <laughs> That's awesome. That'd be funny. They're just like they they go to jump on you and they they you know they hit the floor. They're like, we just killed dad. <laughs> Okay, I heard this yesterday. This kind of has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it does. It was the most ingenious thing I've ever heard of. So it was another podcast. These dads were talking about their kids, and they were talking about, um, you know, the kids eating the crust. You know, obviously, I think I hated the crust as a kid. Now I don't even care. Um, but they're like, one of the dads like, I don't care. I make them eat them. Like, how do you make them eat it? He's like, well, they don't even know they're eating it. He's like, how do you not know? Like, he's like, well... I mean, not the not the typical crust, but the heel. He's like, what I do is I just turn that upside down and face it down in there, and so they're seeing bread side, like you know, the white side up, and he says, and then real to to like seal the deal, he has one of those little sandwich cutters that cuts off the exterior of it, and then it looks like a perfectly fine. He's like, I've been doing it for years, and they have no idea. That's like, so funny because yeah. I feel as though I would know because especially like Wonder Bread, you can tell uh-huh. how like for some reason the heel of it curls a certain way. Yes, it does. And, and dad s- deserves a merit badge. Yeah, he yeah, does. He it, does. Yeah. I was like, that's ingenious. I am gonna try that with my kids if they ever eat sandwiches, to be honest. However, like at one point in time, uh our mom would go down to the uh the bread shop that is very well known in Utah and like f- she like my favorite parts of that bread are the heels. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why, but they're just like twice as like delicious, moist, whatever. I know what you're talking about. And I agree. And so they, for some reason, a lot of people don't like them, and so sometimes they would take them out and then sell them separately for like a dollar. And so my mom came home one day with like five or six of them, and she goes. Would you eat these? I mean, I spent six dollars on my. This is a thing. Like <laughs> nothing but the heel, the next one from the heel, and then the <laughs> other heel, and then the. Oh, yes, I'm kind of surprised it'd go for that much though, too, since it's especially not wanted. Yeah, you thought you'd get like a whole loaf of edges for half the price. Yeah, <laughs> but but what they, they did is they just kind of put it in in it, you know, as yeah. and then they just kind of tied it closed. So gotcha. Okay. I was just like, yes. And then I guess people started like really like, ooh, we really like the heels. And so then they started charging a lot more for them. Ah, uh, lame. I know. Okay. <laughs> well, my merit badge this week, I got the Fruit Ninja merit badge. Ooh. So I'm going to show you guys a picture and then I'll describe it to the listeners. I cut and peeled about 200... Kiwis? Kiwis. Oh, okay. With a little paring knife. Wow. So there was a, a little bit of a de, dispe- or discrepancy with our vendors at work and where too much fruit was ordered. And so I felt bad giving it to one of our employees to do, and so I decided to help him out. And I started peeling and cutting kiwis. Over 200. Wow. And it was like an hour and a half worth of work. Wow. Did oh. you find a nice style to do it in? Is you know something that we don't know on how to do them? Um, kiwis are a pain in the butt. Kiwis are a pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, you technically can eat the skin on a kiwi if you really wanted to. Oh, but yeah. Who? I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot. I mean, you don't have to, but I, 
to make it more appetizing and appealing to our um, clientele, we I, I just thought it looks prettier green instead of brown, mm-hmm. and I just decided, oh, you know, I'm gonna help him out and. Um, yeah, I, but there's no, I mean, there's, there's a couple different techniques that you can do. You can cut it in half and then core it out with a spoon. But I just, I got into a groove with this paring knife. I became one <laughs> with the paring knife and I was just peeling them quickly. Do you get to listen to your headphones when you're doing stuff like this? Fortunately, I can't. Do you oh. know what you should have done before you started? You should have just heard, okay, Timmy-san. <laughs> Show me cut the kiwi <laughs> as I look up into the air. <laughs> Don't worry, I have more kiwis I have to cut next week. <laughs> I will tell you, I was like, like this close to losing all respect for you because had you turned your phone around and it would have been the Fruit Ninja game, I would have been like, that was like popular eight <laughs> like years ago. Five <laughs> years ago, yeah, I know. I kind of figured it had nothing to do with that, but yeah, good point. If that was what it was, but I just found this game. <laughs> that would have been crickets. <laughs> and then, do you know what I also found? There's this game called Angry Birds. They're, they're birds that are you like throw at each other. You know, and the question is, are they really angry or are they? You know, they don't seem I mean, angry. I mean, the cows are passive, so they're cows. I thought they're pigs. Pit, what pigs, cows? I don't know. <laughs> I, I've, I'm just trying to knock them over. <laughs> spin the wheel. All right, spin the wheel. We have ten category of questions, which we're going to spin the wheel to decide the fate of everyone of what question we're going to ask. And here we go. Brett, you get lick off. All right, so for lick off, so let's just say this is... I'm curious. I've done this one before. I don't think I have. I think this is brand new. So you find a, a, you go into a, a house, a random a house at random. They pull out the refrigerator, and you lick from one side of where the refrigerator was, in the direct center, all the way to the other side. When you say center, so you pull out the refrigerator uh-huh. on the floor. Mm-hmm. There is. All those like nice fibrous things, yeah. lost Cheerios and uh-huh. G.I. Joe Man. And you start from like the left side, like okay. in the direct the center side. of where uh-huh. the refrigerator is, going from the left all the way to the right in one continuous line. Gotcha. I was thinking center, front to the back. Yeah. What house is this again? Just a house at random. random. Oh I, you know, gosh. we just point to a house, like that house right there. Knock, knock, knock. Hey. Could we like move out your fridge? We'll clean it all up behind there, but you know, we'd like to do something something. first. Uh huh. (laughs) It's an experiment. We'll pay you $50. (laughs) (laughs) I can just imagine like your tongue at the end of this has so much dust on the end of it, Cheerios, all that, just, and you're sticking it out, still going, (laughs) and then you sneeze and, (laughs) (laughs) um, because I don't have to swallow it, I think I'm fine with this. Um, um, I'm going to start off with, I'll start off with 10,000. Ooh. <laughs> um, I'll go down to 8,000. Okay. I'll go down to 5,000. 
4,000. 2,000. 1,000. Wow. Mm-hmm. Let's see. We're going down to uh, 750. Okay. Oh, big leap. Okay. Oh, I, 500. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm just thinking just now. I was only thinking of dry goods. What if somebody spilled something on your Oh, yeah. The, oh, there could have been some milk there that was like accidentally oh. spilled and <laughs> dried. and. But you know what? At least it hasn't curdled. It's just, think, just possibly dried sour milk. Think of the Doritos in the garbage. You know, the, the inspiration behind that. <laughs> <laughs> now... <laughs> Dude, can we pick a neighborhood at least? <laughs> can we be involved in that? I'm not. We're not going to like you know the the Richie, <laughs> but I'm not going to take you down to you know downtown Salt Lake and be like there. Okay, just an average suburb. No I mean, huts. I mean, granted, if we did go to like you know a, a bad part of uh, uh, Salt Lake, I could you know try to my do my one of my favorite lines ever, which would be like. So we were wondering if we could come in and we could do something with your fridge. We'll clean it up afterwards. We'll give you a dollar. And then they're like, oh, gee, thanks. That's really nice of you. But, you know, we're, we're not really that, darn, you know, that desperate. And we're like, how about $2? And then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, what do you leave off with? 500. 500. Because of the unsurety of... Dry versus liquid ingredients down there. I'm going to leave it to you for five Wow, okay. I, I had a number in mind I was going to go down to and then stop. What is that number? I'm just curious. 250. 250, oh. yeah. That, that, the liquid stuff just really, as soon as that got <laughs> in my head, it really grossed me out. Because I was like, I can handle dry stuff. Just lick it and but pick up whatever. I figure how often does somebody actually spill something around the fridge? Well, I, I do. <laughs> I mean, and, and I put it, I said, you know, center. So, like, you know, that's it, true. It would be, it would have had to been yeah. a lot of stuff to have gone all the way back. That's true. I guess I could have kept going. Yeah. But whatever. I give it to hey. you. Hey. <laughs> well, congratulations. <laughs> all right. My turn. And I got, could you fight it? All right. This one is going to create an international um, conflict. Could you fight Kim Jong-un? Just him. Nothing else. No strings attached. Just him. So I don't have to go through, like, his barrage of, like, you know, assassins and stuff like that. You know, he's not the final boss. Nope. Oh. It's just all of a sudden you walk into a room, they lock you into it, and it's just him. And all of a sudden you hear over the PA, like, the the one that lives, leaves. First guy to die, loses. Exactly. First guy a day loses. All right, and you get uh, a shiny new coin. Mm-hmm. Probably what I do is uh, hopefully I you know happen to have like a Dunford donut and I hold it over <laughs> and then I throw it Whoop. off a cliff and he just jumps for it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I could fight him, and then but you know what I would do is after I walk out I'd be like I'd look at everybody of North Korea and be like he just told me that I. I by me defeating him, I am now the sole commander of North Korea. <laughs> there you go. Now, um, you, now you're now you're the new. What is it? Is he an emperor? What is he? I don't know. Dictator. Dictator. Something like that. What would you do? 
With you know what? Power. I would be like, you know what? We can't, you know, as much as we want world peace or whatever, that's not going to happen. I mean, because then eventually the aliens would come and we'd have to build boards with nails in them and stuff like that. And bigger boards. And then bigger, bigger nails. nails. And then, uh, exactly. <laughs> so um, I would, but I would do, you know what? Let's make one whole Korea. Be like, he, he pull out some keys, go to South Korea. Here you go. Keys of the North Korea. Yep. <laughs> it's all yours. <laughs> do what you want. And then I would just walk off to uh, the music, the end music with my hand pumped in the air <laughs> to breakfast club. <laughs> would you freeze frame? Exactly. And people would be like, is he okay? <laughs> How long is he going to stand there? All of a sudden the sun sets and it comes back up. He's gone. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, wow. He's having a moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I think I could, f- I think it's pretty obvious what I would do. I would strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Nice. Is it me that I would probably do a very non-masculine thing and grab his hair? Because <laughs> he's got long hair and that like buzz around the side. I guess uh-huh. similar to mine a little bit. Do you yield? <laughs> okay, because you said that. Uh, side side question, Tim. So, beside because I think we can agree, Johnny Lawrence is the best character in Cobra Kai. Agreed. What I'm so bad with names. Do I know him yet? Main blonde guy. Main, the like the the dad. The the dad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who is your second favorite character in all of Cobra Kai? In all of Cobra Kai, man. Because Miguel is likable, but you know what? I have somebody who I absolutely love. This character. I. I I do like. I like Chosen a lot. Oh man, I. I loved seeing him again. That was good. However, so I will say this. My second favorite character, Hawk. Oh, yeah. Hawk. I love Hawk. I love Hawk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. You know what? I could have watched the whole season and or show and not know who you're talking about because I probably brought it up on this podcast before, but I can watch a whole show and not know who anybody's names are. Mohawk. Mohawk. I don't think I've seen a Mohawk. Okay. What episode are you on? Uh, One? No. <laughs> you, you got to the title sequence? <laughs> no, I'm actually, I feel like I'm, you know, around five-ish. Oh, yeah. You should know Hawk. Lip. Lip? Yeah. The, the guy that has the, uh, he has ha- the hair lip. He has a, oh, hair lip guy. Oh, he has a Mohawk? He will. Oh, oh okay. wow. Apparently, I'm, I'm not su- there yet. I'm surprised. That I, I thought that happened like episode three. No, yeah, I do think he's funny because, I mean, he's, he definitely is the talker. I love when he comes on screen and they just do the hawk sound. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. So that was almost this year's Halloween costume. I was inches away from pur- purchasing a Cobra Kai. I'm on season... I mean, I mean, I'm on episode six is my next one. So okay. I was right. I finished five episodes. Oh, hey. So I was like that close to purchasing a Cobra Kai, you know, non-traditional, actual, authentic outfit, just, you know, a standard thing. But I was like, you know what? It ca- and it came with a blonde wig. I'm like, I'm not going to be Johnny Lawrence. I need to like hawk my hair. I need to be hawk, man. So oh. to give you kind of an insight and rem- reminding you of what like episode five is like. Uh-huh. So episode five is the one that at the very end of the episode, the whole like student body is lined up to take lessons. 
Oh, okay. So that's that's where I'm at right okay. after that. Um, I forgot if it was a. It was was it the fight in the in the lunchroom? Yes. That got the, everybody there. Uh huh. Yeah, Miguel. But do you know what's so funny? Like watching this show, not only like all the ninety '90s and '80s callback stuff, mm-hmm. but like almost the way that this uh, show is filmed, it it like it's almost like the high school is also kind of a little bit retro in yes. itself. Mm-hmm. They're not. It's not completely modern. At least maybe it is, and I'm just out of touch. Either that, or you know, it's a standard L- L.A. you know downtown California ish type of uh, mm-hmm. high school. I mean, my high school I went to in California was a. It was run down, like almost old school community college where where it wasn't an indoor school. It mm-hmm. was all the entrances were outside. Where well. I, and, Funny that you should say that is <laughs> yes. me and Jeremy went to a high school in Utah that is also a old rundown California high school. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. It was it was designed for mainly like Arizona and California to have when because there's a lot of you have to walk outside to go yeah. to the next building. When, when I was in California for two years, and we drove past high schools built around the same time that Skyline was built, I was just like. They weren't kidding. <laughs> like they just carbon copied a California high school. That's funny. I have to say though, there's some inaccuracy to the show. I have to say it. I called it out to my wife. I said that's not right. So in the lunchroom, that fight goes on way too long. My fights in school were stopped very quickly. <laughs> I was there were teachers coming out of all the woodworks and it's funny. My wife's like, there was teachers in lunchrooms? I was like, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Mine. Not mine. No, oh, really? No. No. No, there was a couple of fights at, uh, you know, in at Wasatch, they're in that, that cubby corner. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. There, that's like the fight area where you're like, you'd expect by, you know. You're the, talking about by the windows? Yes. Okay. You'd expect that people would know that that's where things go down. And always have somebody there, like supervising or watching. No, it was almost like they were like again. Wow, that is so weird. <laughs> Every single one of my lunchroom brawls ended with a teacher grabbing me and pulling me back. Fun fact about me: I got in a lot of fights. I uh, mean, to me, the easiest deterrent for I think at least when I was in high school, the easiest deterrent to not fight is. The teachers closest to the lunchroom were the men's PE coaches and the weight room coach. Yep. Like, Sounds about right. But yeah. All right. Next, we have Criddle and you got What If. All right. What if Hollywood made a movie about this podcast? Ooh. Who would you cast as each person? Oh, Johnny Lawrence is me. <laughs> not, 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 and I said that on purpose that way. Not William Zabka, Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> okay, before we get into this, I just have to make sure. I don't know if everybody else is like me, like you guys especially, who are movie buffs. Um, when you see somebody who looks like somebody, do you want to tell them? Because I always want to tell them, but I'm always afraid that it'll offend them. Like... I'm like, oh, yeah, I could see how that could offend somebody if like, I say they look like them because they're not, you know, super attractive or whatever. I'm like, I don't really care. 
But I don't I don't know. I feel like if you told somebody they look like somebody, it's like you know, and they're famous. Because there's a guy I work with, and do you guys you guys watch uh, Superstore? Uh, uh-uh, I've never seen that. Her, I've seen bits and pieces. Um, did you see the Brett? Did you see the what's his name? Nicholas Cage movie that I recommended a while back. Probably the, not. The one that he plays himself. No, okay. I've not. Anyway, anyways, uh, there's just this guy from Super. Or, I mean, they're brothers, but anyway. I won't get into it, but I'm like, I don't think it's the best. He's a super attractive guy to be saying, like, you look, you remind me of him. Anyway. So, anyway, I'm going to start off by saying stuff. Um, I've always leaned towards you looking like a little bit like Jesse Eisenberg, Criddle. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that'd be your best <laughs> portrayal, though. What do you think, Brett? With yeah, straight I, off Criddle. I, I could see that. I mean, do you know, uh, no, no, no. Here, here's who I want to play uh, Timmy Criddle in the made-for-life movie, TV movie, whatever <laughs> weekly thing. I want lifetime. <laughs> the best Spider-Man. Ooh, you're you're doing Andrew. Andrew Garfield. Wow. Okay. Because also, not only would it be good, but you know what you could also do? No. <laughs> you just do the head bob. <laughs> Does he, has anybody ever seen him do that in any other movies? No. I haven't. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> you should start paying attention. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch. Uh, what is it? Hacksaw the, Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> he's bobbling his head as he's saying He's like, I, I've come here to say, no, no, go back. Nah. Nah, I'm not going to say it. Nah. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I digress. Would that movie have been better if Vince Vaughn was not in it? Yes. Okay. Just curious. <laughs> that, that casting right there and Ted Danson in Saving Private Ryan were the stupidest casting. Yeah, I could agree. But now Ted Danson's in everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Brett. Yes. Who, now, I know you'd like to hear that Zac Efron's going to play you. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> then you could... Sp- hang out with him he'd get to know you as a person <laughs> you know i'm still like f- keeping my f- the fingers crossed that he's going to be doing some sort of movie where he, you know he has to like you know uh, find a teacher to kind of like explain to him and <laughs> how to do certain things and then miraculously to someone in utah <laughs> exactly reach out to somebody in utah like hey you know what we got a good teacher over here at this school let's uh and then be like oh hey <laughs> you oh, want, I'll, I'll, you can. I'm, you, I'm one of the few male teachers in the school. Do, so. do you want to also be a workout buddy too? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm trying to think of somebody else, but Zach Efron actually would work. What do you think, Cradle, for Brett? Well, Zach Efron could work. I mean, you, you've also compared yourself to Ted Mosby in the past. Yeah. yeah. Ted but- Mosby, architect. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget Ted, Ted Mosby. Mosby. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. I mean, if I had my selection, and in the like 2008 through the the 2014s, I was compared multiple times to the actor in Forever Strong. I had to look it up because I don't know. Oh, who, that's right. I remember. I don't know what his name is, but uh, Sean Ferris. Okay. 
and I was told by many, many people. And what at one point in time, remember, like, you know, when like Facebook used to be like really a big thing and they're like, okay, now it's time to change your profile picture to your celebrity lookalike. Uh -huh. So one time I, I, one year, I think it was like 2008 or 10 or something like that. I changed it to that. And some, a couple people reached out and they're just like, no, you're not supposed to like do glamour shots. You're supposed to, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I vaguely remember what he looks like, but another person that comes to mind, um, the the dad off of Warrior, like the brother dad guy. I don't. I've never seen Warrior. You've never seen Warrior. Have mm -hmm. you seen Warrior? Yeah, um, with Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy and his brother. His brother. Oh, okay. Um, For some reason, I want to say his name starts with Joel, but Edgerton. Yeah, uh, is it Joel Edgerton? I'm pulling it up now. Because I want to know. Because Brett needs to know. I need to know. You, I gots to know. He plays in Star Wars as uh, Yeah, Owen. Joel Edgerton. This guy, right? Uncle Owen? Yeah, that's right. It is Uncle Owen. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm down with that. So, yeah. One of those three. I'm going to just go with... I'm going to just be nice and say Zac Efron. Yeah, Aww. okay. We'll go that's Zac good. Efron. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> What should we do for Jeremy? I don't even know. I think it's pretty clear. I mean, yeah. It's clear. <laughs> the 101. Ooh, Sat Adam ooh. Sandler. <laughs> oh, really? Now, I have to say this because you didn't grow up with me. Huh. And you know what I look like now. <laughs> do I look like Adam Sandler to you? A little bit. Really? Yeah, a little bit. Wow. Because I got called Adam Sandler from the time that I was, uh, <laughs> I want to say like eight mm -hmm. or so. And I remember the first time somebody called me that, I'm like, who is that? And I went home from school and I said, Mom, who's Adam Sandler? And she goes, oh, he's on SNL. I'm like, what's SNL? Mm -hmm. I don't even know. And then so she rented this movie, Billy Madison, and she's like, this is him. This is the guy you look like. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then everywhere I went, like we, I played uh, basketball, and the referee, the same referee would always call me happy. And I'm like... <laughs> Is this this is a thing? I look like Happy Gilmore. I look like Adam Sandler. I, and it's funny because my wife's like, "No, you do not look like Adam Sandler." <laughs> so it's just funny to hear that you think I look like. Well, Adam it's so Sandler. funny because like one of my childhood friends, uh, Joey, uh, for about a two to three year period, he would go to Smith's across the street, and people would stop him and ask him, "Are you Macaulay Culkin?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "Are you?" Like, are they blind? You don't look anything like Macaulay Culkin. I could see him in as Macaulay Culkin when he's in his teenage years or something like that, because that's his heart's getting scruffy. And yeah, but no, we're talking yeah. about an eight, like nine, ten. Home alone yeah, time. home alone time. Yeah, yeah. that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Adam Sandler, Jesse Eisenberg, and Zac Efron. Uh, Andrew Garfield. What about Taylor? Oh, Andrew Garfield. What about Taylor? Oh yeah, Taylor. Um. Oh gosh, Taylor. Who can play Taylor? Um, we'd have to uh, <laughs> do some seancing or whatever. But I think, uh, you know, if, if we and this would be super funny is if we got oh, what's his face, Knight's Tale guy. What, what is it? Oh, uh, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, but Heath Ledger would have to play Taylor as the Joker. 
<laughs> for some reason, as soon as you said seance time, I'm like, are we going to get Belushi back from the dead? I'm like, I could kind of see that maybe. I don't know. Hey, Heath Ledger's just like, so what? <laughs> I can't even do that. Where'd you get? Want to know where I got these donuts? So for the lick off. <laughs> um, Let's see. No, that wouldn't. No. Mm. Hmm. I'm just curious. Could Criddle also pass as Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yes. Okay. Yes. I just thought of that because of the Joker. Um. I can't. Hmm. Kevin James. Oh, Kevin James. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Chris Farley, if he was still with us. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. It's Taylor somewhere. is so one of a kind. Yeah. I don't. I can't typecast. Taylor him. will play himself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like we, we can't do it. There's nobody like you, and their <laughs> actors can't get to your level. <laughs> you, you've literally broken the system. <laughs> For once, we found a character <laughs> that cannot be portrayed by anybody else. They're, they're going to have to like do it like an amalgam of like three people. And they're just like, this is Taylor Beams. And they're just like, he's like, that's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, uh, I think Chris Farley would work if we could bring him back. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Now it's back to Brett with random question. All right. So this is a desert island random question and kind of a would you rather. Uh, so on a desert island, would you rather be stranded with a man who thinks and acts like Rick Sanchez. Okay. Or, Rick and Morty, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Or be stranded on a desert island with a man who thinks he's Ben Stein as seen on Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, man. So some, so the person thinks they're Rick, they act like Rick Sanchez. Yes. Or they act like Ben Stein. Uh-huh. I got to... I'd worry that the Rick Sanchez version would get me killed. <laughs> and that's the only problem. I would pick him almost always, except for that, because I would become his Morty. <laughs> Bueller. 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 It's like we're looking for food. food. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? You know what? I guess I'm going to... Oh, my gosh. But the Rick Sanchez person's also like a like they're both probably intelligent people. Yes. So, but Rick Sanchez is he going to start just grabbing things and building things just randomly? Hopefully, he builds something that gets us off the island quicker. I'm going with Rick Sanchez because I feel like he'd be more useful. But I need to keep my distance. Mm -hmm. But Ben Stein would I would stop talking, please. (laughs) I'm gonna build a fort. Could you pick? Could could you somebody grab me that uh, that log? Anyone? Anyone? Okay, I'm gonna draw a line in the sand. You stay on your side. You wake up in the morning. Cradle, cradle, cradle. Anyone? Cradle. That's almost worse than a Sheldon. Ooh, Sheldon or Ben Stein. Oh man, that's worse. Oh my gosh. Uh... I think I would get, I would probably choose Sheldon out of those two because he has a little bit more. You're in my spot. <laughs> like we're literally on a desert island. It doesn't matter. But it, the way that the air comes in and the sun hits right here, this is my spot. I would rather pick Sheldon over that because he at least probably would be a lot more entertaining to be around than Ben Stein. 
Uh, but I think I'm going with Rick Sanchez with the original question. Yep, Rick Sanchez. Okay. All right, it's me. Okay, and I get Kiss Mary Kill. Once again, we're gonna make this a little, little geography ish. So instead of people, we're gonna do states edition. Ooh. Can you imagine what state is one of them? <laughs> oh, funny. Okay, before you begin, I picked up a comic book. I need. I and here's a funny thing. So it's this uh, comic company that has so many rules. Like, not that many uh, people carry them because they have rules and stipulations or whatever. I want to. I, I'd have to grab like somebody else to go pick up this because I'd love to get it for Taylor. But it is basically called. Uh, what is it? It's called. Uh, Oh man, now I forgot the title I, during the whole th- monologue thing. But it's basically like the worst part of White Wyoming or something like that. <laughs> I, I, I'd have to, but I'm like, I need to buy this for Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read it yet, but I'm like, I bought it and I'm like, I need to get this to Taylor. Yep. And we need yeah. to find out what it's about. Yeah. All right. So Kiss Mary Kill, Wyoming, New Mexico, Kansas. Okay. Sorry to your states. I they just are boring. <laughs> I I've lived in New Mexico for 4 months and it is grueling. Like I I was expecting warm-ish weather similar to Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I was like surprised at how cold I got the entire time. So um, I I will surprise you. I will kill New Mexico. You're kind of surprised. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I've driven through Kansas, and it's so boring. It's so flat. (laughs) I will kiss Kansas, and you know what? I will marry Idaho. Oh, wow. Or not Idaho, Wyoming. Yeah, I know what you meant. (laughs) Because at least there's mountains, and you can do stuff. And apparently you're going to cheat on Wyoming with Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I mean, I already let that out of the bag. Uh, <laughs> Oops. Oops. Freudian slip. Um, I, I'm going to kill New Mexico um, just because it's just, I think New Mexico, I think it's hot. Um, and there's, I just feel like a, that's like a scene for horror movies, so... <laughs> And then I'll kiss Wyoming, marry Kansas. I think we're all going to marry the same people because I'm going to marry Kansas as well. Oh, I'm marrying Wyoming. Oh, that's right. You're marrying At least they have a basketball team. That's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I'm killing Wyoming because I hate wind so much. And it's it's windy. And I've never been to – well, I've been to Chicago's airport, but I've never been to Chicago. So I don't know the wind there, but I hate how windy it is in Wyoming. Every time I go to visit – camping or whatever going to yellowstone it is just so freaking windy i mean if you have to put little guardrails on the side of the road just so you don't get blown off the road says you're a little windy okay so and i'm kissing new mexico because whatever it's just a kiss (laughs) dry kiss exactly (laughs) come back with a whole bunch of just my lips are chapped all right and last one criddle you get desert island if you washed up on a desert island with one inanimate object of your choosing to be your Wilson, like in Castaway, and you would apply a similar kind of face on it, 
what would it be? So any inanimate object? Basically. A fridge full of food? <laughs> <laughs> if you want. I was thinking maybe a, a gun and call it Colt. <laughs> um, what would be useful? Because <laughs> I don't want just a ball. So I would pick... So there's an issue of... It's very famous looking issue of uh, Detective Comics. It is uh, a very nice cover, but it is a picture of the Joker and he looks insane, but as you kind of start going from his face on up, it turns into like bats or something like that. I would have that. You just have a comic book? Yes, I'd already cuz I just I would have a face to talk oh, to. Okay. Could have a mirror. <laughs> no, no, no. I would hate <laughs> you. I don't, man. Because I would be looking at the mirror being like, why am I here? This is all your fault. Why did you decided to go on a vacation and you we ended up here? You can always dress up the mirror, though. Like, that one has a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, multiple personalities. <laughs> uh, can a cell phone, waterproof cell phone just... <laughs> it is no power, but yeah. Um, I'm gonna just go with the it, like more or less a person. Um, I think I would go with. You know, what? I'd go with a. Uh, I, I was thinking of this, and it's funny. It's right next to me. I'd go with one of these little exercise balls. <laughs> <laughs> it just floats up because then I could play with it and talk to it and it could help me float okay i would choose either an action figure of some kind because it would be nice to have a face mm -hmm. and it'd be easy to carry around with you wherever you go on the <laughs> yeah, island put them in your pocket like, hey what oh yeah i can't carry the ball give back flash um or i would uh have a surfboard and i would there make, you go and then i would uh put a face on it and then it'd be used as shade and i'd have a conversation with the uh and you can ride the surfboard yeah, out in the water. Exactly. Oh, man, surfboard is an awesome choice. Good job, Cradle. <laughs> it's like you had time to prepare for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess mine sucks. So let's move on. <laughs> All right, back to Movie Madness. If you joined us last week, we started our Movie Madness for the most rewatchable comedy movies. Now, we've had some unfortunate ones that uh, fell to um, some pretty big hitters there. And it was really sad to see him go. In, in any other tournament, they would have kept going on. We're, we're not, we haven't forgotten them, but... Um, the Fallen. The Fallen, yes. It is sad to see them go. So the ones that we picked, um, are, we're on to our Sweet 16 now, and now we're going to decide to the next fate, the Elite Eight. So let's start it off. So the first round, we have Dumb and Dumber versus Spaceballs. Oh. What I think very two very iconic movies. Very. <clears throat> Dumb and Dumber when you know obviously came out when I was uh I think it came out at a time where I could actually even though I wasn't 13 it's like yet. 9 and about yeah. 2000 or 93 94. But Ish. I watched it pretty much oh, as yeah. soon as it came out. Uh -huh. Where Spaceballs came out about the time I was a baby. Yeah, about 87. I was a wee little baby, wee little sexy baby. Oh, ah, baby. The other other white meat. Um, 
if you ask me, Dumb and Dumber is a tinge less quotable, just a tinge, because Spaceball has just so many quotes. Yes. I, I think what Spaceballs has is a, such a almost a perfect formula for comedy and just the the story in it. I'm kind of leaning more towards Spaceballs. It that's just me. Oh yeah, I I think well for me it is Spaceballs and it's not even close. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, I know these both were probably could be, you know, one or two or something like that. But to me this is like, you know, Dumb and Dumber came in, hey, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, a three pick and then, you know, you're just like actually, you know what, because of like, you know, positioning or whatever you're you were actually a 14 the entire time because <laughs> space balls is a, a one yes i mean i gotta agree but the one thing i'd have to say the most is oh man last week i forgot what word i just kept on throwing out but like there's just some lulls in dumb and dumber yeah and space balls is i feel like just constant there might be i don't know there might be the smallest lulls in Spaceballs, but Dumb and Dumber by far has more, where it's just kind of it drags on a just just a tinge, not much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think with that, Spaceballs has got it, which everybody kind of saw that coming. Mm-hmm. All right, next one, a little bit more difficult. I feel like Happy Gilmore versus Airplane. Oh. <clears throat> now, re- remember, this is the most rewatchable, not your favorite. Well, as I've wa- rewatched Airplane probably 297 <laughs> times, uh, Airplane. Airplane is a good movie. <sighs> this one's harder for me because, like, I have seen Airplane a bunch of times. I've seen Happy Gilmore a bunch of times. It's probably the most Adam Sandler movie I've watched. Like, I've watched it more frequently than any other ones. Yeah. At one point in time, anger management was creeping up on the more more times I've watched than Happy Gilmore. And then I rewatched Happy Gilmore. I'm like, and then it just kind of took over. <laughs> Airplane is also dated. So that's Happy Gilmore is a little bit more current. This one's hard for me because, I mean, I do like Airplane a lot. But I've almost wondered if I've, I've watched it too much. At this point, like to be a contender versus Happy Gilmore. I, this is a tough one. Um, I, I do enjoy Airplane a whole lot. And then Happy Gilmore's there too. I, I, I'm, I'm going to lean more towards Happy Gilmore, but I'm happy with either one going on. This is a tough one. Yeah. This one's a really tough one because, like, I just think I've worn airplane to the point where they're about equal to me. And I'm having a hard time because I'm recalling all the, you know, the Leslie Nielsen quotes in there. Uh, all the, yeah. Just go to your happy place. <laughs> okay. Me, John, <laughs> big tree. Okay. I like, I tried to rewatch them really quickly through my, my brain. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm going airplane. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to go there. I came in thinking I was going to pick Happy Gilmore. And so, but when I started reliving the movie side by side, and if you ask me, like, so Happy Gilmore <clears throat> has lulls, 
Airplane actually has lulls, bigger lulls, but they work for it. I don't uh-huh. know how to explain that. I, I, yeah, I get it. You get it? I get okay. it. Okay. I mean, the, the lulls are like, you know, when he starts talking to the people that are right next to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> yes. So it's a build-up lull, I guess you could say. It, it's it's building up to the joke, the punchline, uh-huh. where Happy Gilmore's lulls are more... I mean, I don't know. I love... It, yeah, like he'll ha- Airplane, if it's not telling a joke, it's setting up for the next exactly, joke. Exactly, yes. I get it, yep. I'm, I'm not even mad about it. <laughs> All right, next one, Dodgeball versus Galaxy Quest. Ooh. Oh. This one, I feel like they're both in the same... I yeah. mean, this is the same like playing field for Tie. both They both came out in similar times. Galaxy Quest is a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Dodgeball, but I mean, it's the same goofball comedy. Not as goofball, maybe, as Dodgeball. Dodgeball is a little bit more, but Galaxy Quest is still... See, the, to me, the greatest part about Galaxy Quest is it takes a franchise like, um, uh, you know, Star Wars, Star Trek, or whatever, and it makes it realistic, but it also takes the whole convention tour, which is, like, at the time, I, I'd been to one Star Trek convention, and... I, I will tell you, like, everybody's like, oh, you'd love to go to Comic-Con. I'm like, no, I've been to a Star Trek convention. I'm nerdy. I'm not, I've realized I'm not that nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how the Star Trek conventions were a thing. And, you know, first of all, they were so nerdy that only the top echelon of nerds went. And then, like, they, like, nobody talked about them for, like, a decade. And all of a sudden, Comic-Con just came out of nowhere. And this ginormous Thing that all of a sudden everybody wants to go to. Doesn't matter if they're nerdy or not. They just want to go to it. It's like the mecca of, like, in my opinion, it is probably more of a mecca than Star Trek conventions ever yeah. were. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think so. My thoughts on this Galaxy Quest, um, once again, has a little bit more lulls there. Uh, Dodgeball, a little bit more quick pace comedy there. Well, uh, and do you know who, like, I forget he's in it, but what's his face from Arrested Development that is the color commentator? Bateman. Oh, Bateman, yes. Ba- Jason Bateman. I forget he's in that. Yeah, he is so funny. <laughs> this is an interesting strategy, Cotton. We'll see how this plays out. <laughs> he is wearing a blindfold. <laughs> he will not be able to see well. <laughs> his vision will be impaired. <laughs> oh, yes. I love that. Like, and it's it's funny because I don't know if you're like me. I'm sure you are uh, when it comes to this. There's sometimes there's comedies where it's like one half, it's like heavy, it's weighted one direction or the other. Where it's like with dodgeball, there's the pre-play, like the tournament, and then mm-hmm. there's the tournament. And sometimes with comedies, you're like getting through one, like the <clears throat> pre-tournament to get to the tournament. This time with dodgeball. I actually like the pre-tournament, and I like the tournament. They yeah. both are yeah. enjoyable. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, like yeah. those movies. Mm-hmm. But in uh, Galaxy Quest is maybe just a tinge like that. There's pre them going to space, and then there's them in space, which I think I like them in space a lot more than pre space. Well, I think what makes that enjoyable in Galaxy Quest is these these guys were you know quote unquote kind of trained for space, but you know fake space. And yeah. Then they get put in real space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna put my vote in first. I'm going dodgeball. Hmm. It is, it is a lot more rewatchable. 
the more I think about it, the more I'm leaning towards dodgeball too. And it's, I, I think the whole thing has the formula. Yeah. I will tell you, I was strong galaxy quest, but talking through the whole thing, I also go dodgeball. Yeah. I keep on having to remind myself. They're not my favorite movie. Like this isn't my favorite movie. It's just the most rewatchable. Although mm-hmm. I would say that possibly dodgeball might be more a favorite than galaxy quest, but not by, not by much. Okay. Next one, Tommy Boy versus Office Space. Now, talk about two iconic movies. And very kind of opposite. Uh Uh-huh. Different deliveries. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, I think the delivery method itself is going to be the deciding factor for me. I don't know. Like the type of comedy. Yeah. Because one more comedy, Mm -hmm. one type of comedy is a little bit more rewatchable than the other type of comedy. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna put my vote out there and say Tommy Boy. I just I love Chris Farley, and he. I when I see him in a movie, it just he just reels me in. Yes, and brings me into that world, and I just get thoroughly entertained and enjoy it. Has Chris Farley ever been on a bad movie? I think to me, I did not like Beverly. Like, what is it? Beverly oh, Hills yes. Hills I forgot about that one. I did not. <laughs> I say, I'm like, oh, he's never been in a bad movie. I'm like, oh yeah. I forgot about that. It's probably the least Chris Farley movie. Yes. I mean, I was thrilled when I, you know, I, when I was working at a a video store and, you know, the person that was in charge of buying movies for our video store, because, you know, this is back in the day where not everything was available directly. And, and so a lot of the bigger titles, you know, they would cost you anywhere from 89 to $104. And so if you had, and so they would have to, strategically purchase certain titles and not purchase certain titles. And so I remember setting a whole bunch of like garbage up on the wall. And I remember seeing the cover of Dirty Work and I'm like, huh. And then I saw co-star and Chris, or, you know, Chris Farley was like one of the co-stars or something like that. I'm like, well, this guy, I'll have to give this a go. (laughs) He got you in the door. Yeah, he got me in the door. And then I've been a Norm McDonald fan ever since. Love Norm McDonald. Um, was that a happy mess in production? It wasn't, was it? Dirt. I think it was which one? Uh, dirty, dirty work. work. Dirty work. Ooh. I mm. think it was pre. Pre. I think it was. Yeah. That was what ninety two. No, no, that was, was ninety seven, ninety eight. I don't know. I'm... Okay. So back to the question I had. So Tommy Boy. I mean, I love all the characters. I. It's funny. This is how weird I was with movies at that time. I had no idea who Rob Lowe was at that time. To I me, he was, you never knew either? No, I didn't know either. Like when, like, I, all I knew, whenever I saw him on a movie, I'm like, oh, that's like the, the, buff, Tommy Boy the, guy. the buff guy that got his shirt ripped off and he just walked out of the office casually. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, he was buff. In that. Yeah. Um, you have him. I, you know what? I'm just curious. Do you guys like Dan Eckert's character? Because I like him a lot in that movie because mm-hmm. his voice could be portrayed as really annoying mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. that and the, but I think his perfect amount of time is him and also the words he says <laughs> like the little gift basket he sends at the yeah. end <laughs> um, David Spade Tommy I mean uh, Chris Farley duo always a great duo oh man yeah. mm-hmm. yep. so nope it's uh, Tommy Boy yeah it's Tommy Boy okay um Men in Tights and Ghostbusters. This one, once again, in my mind, I got both iconic. I think all these are going to be iconic from here on yeah. out. Um, Ghostbusters, less of a comedy. Yeah. 
Uh, a classic. It is a classic. Get her. This one, this one again comes down to rewatchability. Making, I mean, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I keep on having to say that. Um, Men in Tights brought to you by Mel Brooks, just like Spaceballs, mm-hmm. and he knows he knows the formula really well. Did Harold Ramis? He directed Ghostbusters, right? Yes, that's what I thought. I'm just curious. So Harold Ramis directed Ghostbusters? I believe so. I believe yeah. so. I thought it was Ivan Reitman. Oh no, oh. no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that's right. It is Ivan Reitman. You're yeah. right. Okay. The, I just know Harold Ramis became a director at some point. <laughs> I know he did Doug, uh, Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where him and Bill Murray had a falling out. So I have to, because both of them are very memorable. I remember seeing both of these in the theater. I remember exactly which theater they are. One of them no longer exists, and the other one is was a dollar theater and now is not. Oh. Um, but Men in Tights, just like, wow. I was not like, that was in the heyday of the Kevin Costner Robin Hood movie, mm-hmm. which I absolutely disliked. Do you hate the? Oh, yes. Oh, I love it. I watched it as an adult because I hadn't watched it for decades, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is way better than I ever thought it was. I just found it, and I, maybe I need to rewatch it as an adult. But I watched it as a teenager. That's like, Alan Rickman in it, right? This is yes. the sheriff, not as the king, or I'm no, like, he's the sheriff. Sheriff, oh yeah. This is just long and drawn out, and man, Kevin Costner cannot keep an accent. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I saw Men in Tights, I'm like, this is everything that like. And then they brought out the whole like not being able to speak with an English accent or whatever. Um, and, unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak with a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the sad part about it is that, that guy, like, I will always see him as Robin Hood. Like, Carrie w- Ulis or w- When you and me went to go see, um, like, I, had, you know, years prior had seen The Princess Bride, didn't even register. <laughs> and then I saw The Princess Bride later. I'm like, oh, that's, the, that's Robin Hood. <laughs> And then when we went to see Saw, I was just like, oh, oh Robin that's Hood. Robin Hood. Yep, me too. Do you know, I blame you because for the reason that I've never, I didn't watch Princess Bride until way late in life. Because I didn't see it until my late teens. I, I saw it when I was nine in the theater and I didn't care for it. <laughs> so that's why I never watched it because, you know, you, I was, for me, I mean, I don't know about you, but I saw movies that you and my sister wanted to watch. Because you're older than me, mm-hmm. and so therefore you are my movie guides, <laughs> going through time, going this. You sh- you need to watch this. I mean, just as much as I do with my kids, you need to watch this. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, uh, no offense, Nikki, but like, what were you having Jeremy watch? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Breakfast? No, what's it called? Not Breakfast Club. Uh, the one movie that comes to mind is Babysitting. No, what is it called? The Adventures of Babysitting. Right? Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a great movie. But yeah, I'm going with um, Men in Tights as well. Very, I would say it's not really even a question which one is more rewatchable, because Men in Tights you're gonna laugh and laugh and laugh. Ghostbusters you're gonna hit a wall pretty quick. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna go with Men in Tights. Kim. All right, and next, Austin Powers versus Anchorman. Very similar. Ooh, that's gonna be tough. I mean, you have. Mike Myers' portrayal of Austin Powers plus Dr. Evil plus, mm-hmm. well, 
we're talking about probably number one international yeah. yes man of mystery so um i mean so many quotes so many of them are good and the best part about anchorman is the deliveries are always dry uh-huh <laughs> and that is like my humor but austin powers man i just I, uh, it has nostalgic heart strings for Oh, yeah. Those. Like, I, I don't own many Funko Pops. I own a Funko Pop of Austin Powers. That's cool. <laughs> I wonder if there's a Funko Pop of Dr. Evil, because that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And a mini. Mini <laughs> me. <laughs> mini me. Mini me. <laughs> the quotes from, from Austin Powers are pretty hilarious, especially from Dr. Evil himself, just because the things he says now, they're long-winded. Yeah. But they're hilarious. Well, and then there's like those brief ones like how about no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like I like his little um monologue about you know his dad and his mom. My mother was a, a <laughs> with web feet. With web feet. Um but Anchorman, yes. Anchorman was like I feel like Anchorman came out of a, during a I feel like a dry spell in cinema with humor. With comedy. I don't know if that's just me. That was like what the time where the rise of Will Ferrell. Well, yeah, yeah, because Will Ferrell's biggest break to that point was, uh, what is it? The the college one with Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah. What was that called? Oh, man. Why? Uh, oh, gosh. Why can I not think of what that's called? I can see the case. I, I, yeah, I can see it because it's Will Ferrell streaking. Yeah, and out school. Uh, out school. School. Out. What yeah. is it? <laughs> I mean, I've I haven't seen the movie in forever because I just I mean it was a one time watch for me kind of thing. I I, I watched it old 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 school. school that's right. That's right. I watched it. I went back to California and it was the first time I ever saw a movie in California and I was dismayed that in two thousand four or something like that that movie tickets to a day matinee were. Like fourteen dollars each. That's I'm like, crazy. Back in two thousand four. Yeah. Wow. I was like, oh, I'm glad I live in Utah, where at the ter- time it was like five, yeah. six dollars. Mm-hmm. California is overrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I think this one's a hard one for me, like because I do have nostalgia in Austin Powers, and I would say when you rewatch something of nostalgia value, it actually, you know, is there. It you kind of relive that nostalgia, so it does it does have the power to make it more rewatchable. But then Anchorman is just man. I'm trying to go through my mind once again, rewatching in my mind which one would I get bored of first. Uh, I'm gonna. I mean, the more I think about it, the more I think Anchorman. See, I think Anchorman has like those valleys of like mm-hmm. and. Austin Powers, you know, the biggest valley that you have is where he has that minor falling out with... Uh, yeah. What's her face? Oh, I forget her name. Who was a fembot all along. Elizabeth? No. Yeah, Elizabeth Hurley's Elizabeth Hurley? character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mrs. Kensington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then, of course, Austin Powers. I, I think the other reason why I will go Austin Powers is it has those... Johnny Lawrence lines that you can't <laughs> say today. I'm I've gone through in my head 
and I've thought about which one would I get bored of first. And I think it's the level of comedic value is why I'd get is just because <laughs> the they're lower hanging fruit, unfortunately, with Austin Powers. I'm gonna go with Anger Man. I'm kinda surprised, mm. but that's what it is. Okay. Uh Ace Ventura versus Zombieland. Again, two completely different movies. Ace Ventura, I have watched numerous times compared to Zombieland, I would say. Zombieland does have but valleys that, of things, but kind of not like Airplane. Some of the things yeah. are set up for jokes in the near future. And then, of course, you have the whole clown thing mm-hmm. that is set up at the very beginning that you know is going to get, it's going to happen eventually. And then, of course, that happens at the very end. So it's, there's valleys of not funny stuff. It's dry, but there's a lot of setup. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ace Ventura is, there's quick lines, there's moments. And then I, I now can no longer, th- like whenever I hear Dan Marino or see him, exactly. <laughs> I, that's what I think of. And it's funny because I occasionally, not very often in my life do I hear about isotoners. <laughs> but <laughs> when I do, I think of Ace Ventura. Um, hey, Ace, do you got any more of that gum? <laughs> Dang business, Dan. Um. I I think this one's not uh, this one's pretty easy for me. It's Ace Ventura. I can rewatch Ace Ventura so many more times. Like even even the time where Ace Ventura is reliving like a horrible situation, which in most movies would be very boring and slow. He's crying naked in a shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so. There's not very many lulls, even when they're at the most boring plays, like a psych ward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the plunger to the face. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, even like when, yeah, he's having that realization of who uh, Ray Finkel is. Well, and then, and then there's that one where he's sliding open and close yes. the glass door. Yes. <laughs> Every single time where there could be a really boring situation, he makes it the opposite. It is entertaining. I have to go all in on Ace Ventura here. Yep. I love Zombieland with all my heart. Ace Ventura. But it does have many lulls. Yep. But yep. also, just want to have to say it before we say goodbye to Zombieland. One of the greatest cameos of all time. Oh, yeah. Bill but Murray was... Hands down. I can't think you, of a you better You didn't like cameo. the can, cameo of Snowflake? Like, uh, what? Snowflake. Snowflake? The dolphin. Oh, Snowflake. The dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't even, I still don't even know if that's really a mascot of theirs, is it? No. Did they ever, did I, I, ever have I, that? They, they made that up. I, okay. I, even though, like, you know, the internet wasn't a thing back then, I, I did some, like, rudimentary research that wasn't a thing. Okay. Because I've never known. Uh, but I do love like him beating up the Philadelphia Eagles mascot. <laughs> yeah, that was a good ending. I just love also Courtney Cox at that point. She's like, that's my man. <laughs> she doesn't say it, but like that's mm-hmm. what she says with her eyes. Like, yeah. All right, last one of the Sweet 16. Clue and Major League Two. Oh. Now, I've asked you this before. You saw Major League Two, right? Yes. Okay. 
movie. Some of these movies I I know without a shadow of doubt. All these movies I know a shadow of doubt Brett has seen. Mm-hmm. So, but because we've watched them together, he mostly introduced me to most of these comedies. Major League Two is by far way better than Major League One. Yes. By like I don't even really care to acknowledge Major League One. Just like if you ever seen Hot Shots Part Two. <laughs> And I'm kind of actually surprised we didn't. I didn't put Hot Shots Do on here. Well, I'm surprised we didn't get Loaded Weapon One on there. I t- I was tempted to put him on Loaded Weapon on there, but I didn't. I instead I wasted it for Wilderness with, with <laughs> League of Their Own. Um, <laughs> Hot Shots Part Do is to the point where Hot Shots One doesn't even exist. Like, oh yeah, and that has Carrie Ulas or whatever in uh-huh. it too. Yeah, I want to know how to pronounce his last name. Anyway. That's why I just call him Guy. That's Robin, Robin Hood. Robin Hood, yeah. But then there's Clue, one of Tim Curry's, I'd probably argue, his best performance. Yes. I can't think of, like, I... I mean, there's the uh, other iconic performance, but you told me that you watched it in Rocky high school Horror. in your film class. And <laughs> and to me, the only part that is good about that story, uh, that movie, and I haven't seen it and I don't want to, is just because it's not up my alley, but it is the and I rewatched this just the other day, oddly enough, which was the dance off between Mimi and Drew Carey's oh, yeah. uh, Priscilla and uh, Rocky Mountain Horror. I love that dance off. Mm-hmm. The Drew Carey show was great. It was great. Yes, tip the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'm sorry for you listeners that enjoy that. It is a cult classic. I don't get it at all. But I am grateful for the ripple effect it has in society. Oh, yeah. Grateful for that. Don't enjoy the movie. Um, but no. The only other movie that comes to mind for Tim Curry, I mean, you could say It, the, the made-for-TV movie. I love it. Oh, have you seen that? Because I know we, we share the my uh, Apple thing. Have you seen the documentary on the It uh, made-for-TV series? Mm, uh, oh, I you should. It. it is so good. I'll have to get a watch. And then the other one, that, I mean, he plays a side character. And I would argue the only time Tim Curry ever plays a, like a good guy is Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Um, other than that, there's just not a lot of Tim Curry classics out there. No. I feel like he was underutilized in Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> or maybe he just wanted to pick quality stuff. That's true. Something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going with Clue. Yep. Love the Clue. Re- rewatchable. Great. Going with going with Clue, yes. Kind of surprised. I'm going to Major League Two. Oh, uh. I think it's way more rewatchable. I just I love the whole running back and forth scene and Clue. That is my favorite thing of the in the <laughs> entire world. When you know it was you, yes, and then just kind of going this, 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 this. this. I, I love that. Absolutely love that. Well, that took longer than I thought. So. We will discuss at a later time, which I thought was just going to be a two-parter. Now it's going to be a three-parter of the most rewatchable comedy movies with Spaceballs, Moving On, Airplane, Dodgeball, Tommy Boy, Men in Tights, Anchorman, Ace Ventura, and Clue. I cannot believe, and I think we're going to have a lot to talk about about these and comparing them because those... I'm just thinking, just want to, before we finish, these last eight movies, Spaceballs, Airplane, Dodgeball, Tommy Boy, Men Tights, Anchorman, Ace Ventura, Clue, they would probably be in my top 25, all of them would be. Oh, yeah. For comedies. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So rewatchability does have a factor in being some of the best comedies. 
uh, it'll be interesting to see where we come down because I could see this is where the blood is going to start to be shed, <laughs> so mm-hmm. to speak. Yep. All right. Well, now is that time to our one recommendation. All right. So my one recommendation, and this is a recommendation because of not only is it a iconic, at least to me, cartoon, but it also comes at a day after the sad passing of the voice actor who portrayed Bruce Wayne slash Batman in the Batman the Animated Series, Kevin Conroy. That is when I read Batman comics. That is the Batman voice that I hear. Which one is he? Is he the one from the 90s? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I, he, it's, that's what Batman sounds like. I mean, granted, when I read older comics where things are a little <laughs> bit more Adam weird, <laughs> it's Adam's West. It's Adam West's Adam voice. West. But uh, when you know when it's serious or whatever, because you know I can't I can't hear uh, what's his face from the Dark Knight. I I, I don't want to hear throat cancer. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And then it's just like Ben Affleck. You know, I, I nothing against him. I. Oddly, I think there's going to be two Batmans going in the DC universe going forward, and I think one of them is going to continue to be Ben Affleck, and I think the other one is going to be in a universe all by himself is What's-His-Face from Twilight. Which is unfortunate because I don't appreciate Bobby Patterson. I, I appreciate him as Batman. I've said it before on this podcast. I don't appreciate him as Bruce Wayne. I feel like he'd be a better Dick Grayson. Yes. Yes, yes I would agree with that 100% on both sides. On both sides, as uh, Dick Grayson and Dick Grayson plays Robin Hood, right? I, I'm not Robin, Robin. Nightwing Robin. or Nightwing. Nightwing, okay. So yeah, just wanted to make sure because I know there's like a difference mm-hmm. there. But yes, I would say on both sides of the coin, better on both. Where Batman, it's only Batman, not Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm excited that Henry Cavill also will probably be doing future Superman. Oh, you movies. like Henry Cavill? And, huh? Not only do I like Henry Cavill. But there's hope because they're going to do a Man of Steel 2, but it sounds like this is going to be a more upbeat, happy, uplifting Man of Steel compared to the movie that we got in the 2013s or whatever, whenever it came out. Which was the villain in that one? Zod. Zod. Zod? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I hated that storyline. I won't get started on it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I strongly recommend Batman the Animated Series and also Batman Beyond. Yay, Batman Beyond. I have to ask this because I haven't I haven't asked you guys about this and I'd like it to be on record. What are you guys' thoughts on Love and Thunder? Have you seen it yet? Have not seen it. Have you seen it? Thor? Yeah. I've seen it. What yeah. are your thoughts on it? Oh, I've seen it one time. I did not think it was as good as Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I don't think Taika was up to his same level. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like he got roped into that movie, whereas I feel like he wanted to do Ragnarok. I could see that. But where do you where do you do you like it? Do you not like it? What? Um I I I enjoyed it. I don't know if it's as rewatchable. Because I say this because I finally watched it and I had got told by pretty much everybody that it was a horrible movie. I watched it, I was like, this is a, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Like it's definitely not as good as Ragnarok, like you said. Yeah. But it is to me, it is, and I, I'm sorry because this is probably not a popular opinion, but it is kind of like in an Ant-Man realm, almost Spider-Man realm, like like in enjoyability. So that's where I would say, because I put those a little bit closer to the middle of Marvel movies is Ant-Man and, and Spider-Man movies. Interesting, because I have those on completely different spectrums. I know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I know. 
but that's that's where I I would say this belongs. It, it's it's an uh, it's a good, but not great, Marvel movie, and I enjoyed it. Uh, Natalie Portman didn't ruin it like I was kind of expecting she would. But see, my biggest problem is like Marvel's. I it's probably been said multiple times. Phase bore. Like, uh huh. This phase is boring, and some especially I, for I, movies. I would and, say. And, Specifically, movies. yeah, and everybody's like, no, no, but they're setting stuff up. What are they setting up? Nothing. Like, I, I, I don't see it. it mm-hmm. Like, at least you know, in the first phase, you know, you had, uh, what's his face, um, Samuel uh, L. Jackson's character, Nick Fury, was mm-hmm. kind of like recruiting all these people. So you know, you had that in the background. We know it's like King the Conqueror is going to be the next villain that they are going to be fighting. Why aren't we setting that up? Is that going to be phase five? Like, what is being set up now? See, I wish they had set up Adam Warlock's character because they set him up in Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Or was it 1? Uh, 2. At the very end, at yeah. At the very end, yeah. Yeah, it is at the very end of 2 because of the gold people. Uh-huh. I know that they've described this phase as the multiverse saga. And uh-huh. I'm like, okay, but at least in phase 1, you were setting up the Infinity Stones. Uh-huh. This one, it's like so scattered. There's no like nothing yes. happening. It's just uh-huh. okay. There's the multiverse there, and then there's Thor happening here, and and I hate to be an old person, but get, the multiverse. Get off my lawn. Multiverse is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's my favorite thing about the DC world is DC is all about multiverse, and that is my jam. I am that is my geekiness right there. I love it so they much. They need to lean into that cuz like I I did enjoy the multiverse crossover event in Arrowverse, mm-hmm. the Arrowverse. I mm-hmm. really like that. They brought it all together very well. Also featuring Kevin Conroy as Batman as in Batman. Yes. But the thing is I feel like the multiverse in of Marvel is anything can happen. So is that really a storyline? That literally almost anything can happen. I don't know. Is that really a buildup? It's probably more le- towards fan service, if anything. Okay. Because if any, because it's like, we can make anything happen because we opened up the multiverse. This is a this is a can of worms that we can anything can happen. So. Yeah, I mean, with with DC, they they really lean heavily into um like, what if Batman was bad, and or what if yeah. Superman was bad, and they they then they well, what if these universes crossed? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's fine. I just. I just don't know how you build up to that because literally that they're leaving the door open for the writers to still to do anything. Mm-hmm. It, whereas with the Infinity Stones, the door's not open. The Infinity Stones are going to come in. We know what it we're we know what we're building to. That's what my complaint is. Mm-hmm. Uh, my one recommendation is I'm going to give this off of a whim here because I watched the first episode. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, it is it's called The Inside Man, which not to be confused with a, a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that is, is, is that Inside Man? Is that a British series? Um, I don't think it's British. I mean, it's on Netflix. It does take place partly in England, and it takes place partly in America. Uh, so, what happens in this to get you interested? Uh, first of all, oh, what's his name? Stanley Tucci. Is in prison for life. He's gonna he's gonna be executed at some point for murdering his wife. Um, he is an Hannibal Lecterish kind of character, where he is very intelligent, and uh, people come to him for solving cases. And and there's this big black guy that's in the cell next to him, 
that is almost he reminds me a little bit with um the green mile what's that guy's name oh uh something something three three name guy yeah yeah but anyway, yeah that's the same guy that's in daredevil right as um yes as the kingpin kingpin yeah uh-huh. so him in armageddon right yes okay just want to make sure all three are the same guy um that's already passed away unfortunately mm-hmm. um so he's like him but imagine him with his Sweet personality, cuddliness, but kind of somebody who would murder you at a, ch- at a, at a moment's notice and probably eat you afterwards. All right. So, and their, their, their banter back and forth is hilarious between the two. Uh, Brett, I know you'd get a kick out of at least the first episode because that's all I'm in. And so far, I'm, I'm in. Okay. Um, and so people come to him for cases while there's a case kind of unraveling uh, in in England that you know that eventually is going to come to him on his end. So I would give a recommendation to Inside Man just off of the first episode. If it doesn't amount to any more than that, at least you watch the first episode because I think the first episode is worth a watch. So, And also, I think... You're going to have to correct me when you watch it, Brett, but I think um, one of the main characters on the British end is uh, from the show Spy. Oh, His yes. wife... Oh. His ex-wife, I guess okay. I should say. I okay. think it's her. I haven't looked it up. Love Spy. Yeah. But that's my recommendation. Watch Inside Man. Watch it with me, and so we can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will have to watch episode one sometime this week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And my recommendation, while you're watching Batman with Kevin Conroy and the Inside Man, eat y'all kiwi. <laughs> eat your kiwi. Eat y'all kiwi. I recommend kiwi. Kiwi is good. Kiwi's good. Have you tried the yellow kiwi? It's good too. Yes. I had it not too long ago for the first time. I was I was happy about it. Yep. Dragon fruit or kiwi? Kiwi. They're basically almost the same I thing. Know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because one time I was in a rush to eat food. And so when you mentioned earlier that you can eat the skin, one time I just was such in a rush. I grabbed a kiwi and just shoved it all in my mouth without even knowing that you can eat the skin. I was like, I'm just going to swallow it. <laughs> and ever since then, I'm like, I'm lazy. It sounds like like Homer. It's like, huh, non-toxic. That's a plus. <laughs> mm, <laughs> so I do eat it without skin, but occasionally I'll just plop a whole thing in my mouth and eat it. <laughs> Lop off the edges, of course. I'm not a monster. Like the, the top and the bottom. What am I doing? Get out of here. All right, you guys. Get, get, get. 